What's up, guys? Fuzzy here. Cap over there. It's nice to be back Hello. on YouTube this week. Uh, in week four, we covered a bunch of different topics. We were arguing about QBs for a little bit, comparing Kenny Pickett to Josh Allen with their college careers. Uh, yes. We were talking about how the Colts somehow beat the Chiefs. It was a very interesting game. Uh, refs seem to ruin everything that is going good again. <laughs> uh, Broncos, Commanders, 49ers, a bunch of teams fucking suck. Uh, Aaron right. Rodgers saw some shit on the Jumbotron. Who knows? He hasn't really specified it. He just said, hey, I saw something, and I passed the info along. Good luck. You must play for the Astros. <laughs> uh, Jaguars showed up out of nowhere, blew out the Chargers. Completely mm. mind-blowing. Uh, Lions are staying competitive under MCDC. It uh, seems like a really good coach. Uh, we covered all the injuries that are plaguing the NFL right now. Thoughts and prayers go out to Miles Garrett since he yes, suffered sir. a rollover accident with his girlfriend. Uh, seems like he's doing okay, though. We have our first London game of the season. We cover that briefly. Hello, talk, mate. Talk about George Pickens' beautiful catch. Best catch in the NFL in the last 35 years. Uh, yep, we we cover a, a new rule from the NFL allowing players to wear their flag of nationality or origin on the we back like of their that. That's pretty cool. We like that. Yeah, we like when the players are able to do stuff like that. Uh, went over the power rankings. There are some surprises on there. Covered the top five passers. And then we went over our verses. One of us won. It wasn't a tie this week. I wonder who won. I wonder we'll who it was. This might be your first dub. We'll see. Maybe. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Got to buckle up and dial in. Dial in, boys. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So let's start the uh, to start the show off. The Colts. I fucking hate the Colts. Man, we need a title for every week. I hate the Colts. Okay. This is this is the uh, the week of upsets. Oh, close draws. I feel like there's a lot of games that really came down to the bottom. Like, imagine how many picks you would have got right if it just went one more play your way. So, we'll get into verses later. I'll gladly bring that up. Later. I'm actually kind of, um, actually like, I'm thinking like maybe we can just take that out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> of course you do. What do you, of course you what do. do you think? Why? Is it because, you know, you, you dominated the first week and... Uh, we tied the second? We did tie the second. Uh-huh. And then what happened with this week? I'll have to save it for later. We'll have to save it for verses. Uh, okay, okay. Um, but, man, man, the, the week of upsets, I, I really have to... Uh, I mean, I think that's the best title, honestly, for this week. Um, Colts somehow managed to beat the Chiefs man, <laughs> in, in that Indianapolis. Man, <clears throat> That didn't sit well for me. No, it didn't. It, it didn't either for me. And uh, the main reason is with a few minutes left in the game, um, the Colts were running off the field with their punting unit coming on and a ref called an abusive language foul, which gave the Colts a first down and, was allow and allowed them to go and score. That's rough. That, that, that happened in, uh, on the Monday night game too as well. Oh, did it? Not, not the cuss words, but like, come on. Hello? These guys are like stomping, stomping each other out. They're tackling each other. They're, I mean, it, it's a very brutal game. And then like one small little, oh, you cussed. Yeah. Let's take them out. But that's ridiculous. Uh, Wilson slapped the ball down. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not a fan of, of those kind of plays. 
you know, the I feel like the refereeing has been really, really good um, for the first few weeks. Uh, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little upset to see, like, it's starting to actually affect games again. Like, the, the Colts-Chiefs game, Chiefs should have, I mean, it shouldn't have come down to a, a one-score game in the first place. Like, the, uh, the final score was 2017, Colts. <laughs> You know, it shouldn't it shouldn't have been there at all. Like the Chiefs should have blown them out. But um Yeah, and uh I mean I know that doesn't sit well with them as well when uh it's again, man, a player trying to make a a good play when you should have just got out of bounds. Um man, that that offensive coordinator lost his shit. Mahomes was pissed. That's not a good look for them. Yeah. Um Broncos, Commanders, 49ers, Chargers, I would say. They all suck. <laughs> They're all terrible. Um no, nah, I can't hate on the Chargers as much as I would hate on the Broncos, 49ers, the Commanders. Commanders, it's obvious. You got Carl Wentz in there. You know, Carl <laughs> good old Carl. Carl. Uh, Carl. Carson is just fucking terrible. Um you know, the yeah, first but week, they're top. I mean, they might look bad, but they're like top six in total offense. I mean, they only put up eight points against. I mean, a very good Eagles team. Right. But, I think we kind of knew how that was going to pan out. But though. I mean, to see how Carson Wentz um, played in the first week. Right. Right. You know, it, it was like, oh, okay. You know, especially because they played against a really good Jaguars team. And people didn't realize the Jags were going to be that good. I don't think the Jags realized they were that good either. Um, but then they lost to the Lions, which the Lions might be a team. Um, and then they they just got stomped by the Eagles. I mean, 24 to 8, I mean, could could you count that as a, a stomping? I mean, I would. That's multiple scores away. Right. Um, but Wentz, I think Wentz, he's been sacked 15 times already. Yeah, that's why the commanders are dead. And then they sit there and say, like, the, the Bengals, oh, man, they, they, they picked Chase. Well, was, they should have got, got an offensive line. <clears throat> but, you know, like, he's been sacked 15 times as well. So It was 24 times in, what, four games, three games? That's a yeah, lot. That's Especially a for a lot. young quarterback. And not for to mention he had he had his appendix removed. I have a I have a three inch scar on my stomach. That is brutal. Yeah, yeah. He he was dealing with appendicitis during uh training camp and had his appendix removed. So yep, all so, those sacks so that are coming in, laid out. he's he's oh. Do you know what's crazy? I still like if I have like a abs day or my daughter kicks a ball randomly and it hits me in my lower abdomen. Oh man. My first in cause you remember the pain. Yeah. So like if your your body's like, oh no, it's it's gonna pop. Yeah. Even though it's not because it's not there anymore. It's not but, there anymore. <laughs> but you it, it's definitely muscle memory. It's that, that is that phantom pain. Yes, that's a real thing. Um Broncos just super unimpressive. I know it's it's growing pains with um Russell Wilson getting in there. Uh, but to only put up 11 points, <laughs> you paid, you paid Russell Wilson, $242 million. Right. And 
he has only given you 743 yards with two touchdowns and an interception. That's pretty rough. Three, three, they, and three they, weeks. 43 points in three weeks. They're two and one, though. Not, not only that, though, but Geno Smith, who only got a $3.5 million contract, he's currently, <laughs> he currently has the best QB rating in the NFL. And he has 717 yards, which is just a few less than Russell Wilson. But he also has four touchdowns and two interceptions. Mm. So was that 242 million really worth it? Right. I know. That's what I was very. I I get really scared when a team invests that because I understand that a lot of money. The cap money is going to get inflated. But for one player, like, so what is. What are you supposed to do with the rest of the important positions on your team? Um, you you don't have them anymore. Russell well, Wilson's now, playing offense, defense, and special teams. Well, Chubb <laughs> used to—he was supposed to be like this huge stud coming out prospect, right? Who? Nick Chubb. Um, I don't know his first name. He's he's the DN or the outside linebacker for the Broncos. Chubb, first round draft pick. Uh, it's escaping me. Oh, well, I know what you're um, talking about. Yeah, so they, they invested in him, but it's like, I think this is his fourth year, so it's, I mean, are they going to lose him as well? Or like, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I'm not really sure about their, their salary cap situation, but I'll tell you this, when uh when a team spends all that money on one quarterback, I think you can go back and see, like, maybe one team with a maxed out contract for their quarterback has won the Super Bowl in like the past 19 years. It's almost impossible to do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, look at Tom Brady. I mean, I think those numbers are skewed a little bit just because of how many rings he won. And he was always a, an underpaid quarterback. But he also always restructured consistently. I mean, that guy's never like, give me 25 mil right now. I deserve it. Like, oh, he's he always been now. a team player. <laughs> well, of course, you better. You know, yeah, like, he has a, he has a, he's trying to he pay got for a diet. divorce. You know what I mean? Oh, I was going to say, this guy has a diet. That's just expansive. <laughs> <laughs> uh 49ers yeah, that... man 49ers dude i just i'm i'm done with betting on the 49ers they've let me down against the bears and the broncos uh but i mean that broncos 49ers game 11 to 10 like that's such a a, a terrible scoring game you know there's an issue when the quarterback who was supposed to get kicked out of town uh-huh is loved by the players, by uh-huh. his teammates. And then that quarterback is telling the offensive coordinator, your fucking plays suck. <laughs> so it's like, okay, they have issues. Yes. But do they have more issues than the Raiders? Because now they're only now they're having player player meetings, player only meetings. Wait, who who is? I the Raiders. Heard, the Raiders are having player only player meetings. Player only meetings, man. I did not know that. And they are definitely better than what they're showing on the field, man. They they are definitely better than that. Well, I've heard a rumor. Oh, yeah. Derek Carr and Max Crosby led a player-only meeting. That's not a good sign. That's At all. That's that. Whenever you hear that, that is terrible. You know, I heard so a rumor. I'm oh, all ears. I don't know how true it is. I heard, I heard a rumor that Bill Belichick left the offensive coordinator position open on his team. 
because he knew Josh McDaniels was going to eventually come crawling back. Ooh. I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh, that might be too far down the great, the great line. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> He's got two defensive minds there. He doesn't have a true offensive coordinator. Bill Belichick right. himself is in an offensive mind. Right, right, right. McDaniels was. So that's interesting. Yeah, we can use him. I'll tell you that. We uh, can definitely use him. Um. All right. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Some uh, controversy there. Uh, he saw something on the jump on the jumbotron that changed the game for them. Or people were speculating it changed the game. He just saw something um, on the Pat McAfee show. He said he wasn't sure if it actually changed the direction of the game or not. Um, but it's really interesting to hear how a jumbotron can, you know, uh, sway the 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 way the game is going you know what i mean so for those that don't know can you explain so he didn't really specify he he what he went into detail about was um the bucks were they were moving down the field um they had a delay a game penalty they should have had two um and and aaron rodgers looked up at the Jumbotron, said he saw something, and went and told uh, the coaches about it. And people were saying, oh, well, well he was talking about the delay game. Well, the, de- the, 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 the play clock isn't on the Jumbotron. Mm-hmm. So did they see, like, a hand signal or a play uh-huh. or something over so Byron it wasn't Leftwich's like shoulder or like what did they see but it wasn't like something that happened on the field where like they saw that they didn't get the first down or whatnot no, so they knew no, it was like a scheme like a, play, a hand signal it was something significant Added. and then rogers just said fuck it and he saw and he went and told his coaches and i mean they were able to come away with the victory they, are they we saying them. that rogers is a title tell? Uh, I mean, shit. I would, if I was in his position, I saw something that I knew was going to go a certain way. I think this was during the two-point conversion, which would have mm. made the Bucks tie um, the Packers. Yo, I'd be like, hey, yo, he fucking... <laughs> right. He's going right. to go this way, you know? Fuck, right, I, right. I want to win, bitch. Right. So... So what... The... I mean, I don't... You would think that uh, the middle linebacker, whoever calls, whoever's the quarterback on defense on those Packers, you would think that guy's ready to call a play that he sees a signal, he sees something. But if he doesn't see it on the Jumbotron, like, say, like, that's the thing. Like, maybe the Jumbotron was seen, like, showing Byron Leftwich, and he was showing, like, a hand signal at the defensive you know, whoever's listening mm. to the has the helmet. Oh, and okay, okay. So you I feel like I you're mean? insulting me because I I live in Houston. So you're you're trying to bring up the the Astros scandal. How they? No, they, I didn't they knew, say anything about they, a garbage can because because they knew because <laughs> they knew the the signals. Oh, I'm not an Astros fan. Trust me. Unfortunately, I'm a Dodgers no, fan, so it doesn't I, sit well with me. See, I'm just thinking it's funny that Tom Brady had a jumbotron play calling scandal used against him this time 
Hey, what's fair is fair, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> hey, it's fair. Um, thoughts and prayers go out to that Jumbotron operator because he's probably fired. Um, right, right. <laughs> what about those guys that, like, they show, like, the couples hooking up and stuff in the in the oh, stands? Like, man, hey, you can't so be awkward. doing that. You can't be doing that, bro. <laughs> but how do they know? They don't have a sign like, hey, I'm like, fucking God cheating on my wife it. right now. You know now. how Trevor gets, don't... like, Trevor's always talking about some weird shit. Now he's p- showing it on the Jumbotron. <laughs> you know how they get yeah <clears throat> so yeah, yeah whenever i go to a Steelers game um this year because i am gonna go sometime i'm gonna mm-hmm. bring a sign saying i'm cheating on my wife right now <laughs> <laughs> and i'm gonna have her with me <laughs> so you should have her hold a sign saying i know <laughs> <laughs> like have her find an empty seat like a row over and like with glasses oh watching them that'd be fucking hilarious. i would fall on the floor if i saw that <laughs> i would just, i would just fall on the floor that'd be great yeah uh, i'm gonna try to get to a, a dallas game this year it's only three hours away i wanted to get season tickets but you know how that goes and then uh yeah. you know so it's it's hard to go to football games when you don't have uh you know grandmas and stuff like that i'm surprised you uh you didn't move to dallas and you moved to houston well you mean like i always say um of course, I'm a Cowboys fan. First word I ever spoke was football. First uh, shape I learned was a star. I think I was in fifth grade. I did a state project. It was on Texas. I mean, I love to go to or go to Dallas and visit all the time. But you know how it is. You're a parent, and yeah. um, I want I want my kids to be in a, a cultured community where I want to be, and that's why I live in the South. Yeah, of I Dallas. mean, Houston's Houston's great. Um, yep, it's a beautiful place. I really enjoy it. It's it's warm every single day, which I like. Uh, we went up to Dallas and we went to the um, game six against uh, Maz versus the Suns. Okay. That was intense as Electric. hell. The girls loved it. It was man, it was fun. Everyone was loving. Beautiful place, but it, it's a city. It's a yeah. It, it's overpopulated. I'm, we're not into that stuff, so you know we don't live in Houston. We live close to Houston. So so. When I was living in Orlando, when COVID um, started to hit, I was actually supposed to move up to uh, just north of Dallas in uh, Richardson. Yep, yep, yep. And yep. Uh, that ended up falling through. That was a couple of years ago now. But I was uh, I was getting excited to have like some decent basketball, like where I lived and stuff. Because I mean, I lived in right. Orlando. The fucking Magic are garbage, <laughs> you know. Right, they were dope in the nineties, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a nice place, but I don't want to live there. We're good. Yeah. We pass. Um, Jaguars blew out the Chargers this week. Like, fucking just destroyed them. Um, That's, is that is that the surprise of the week? That has to be. No, I, I would say Colts. Colts Chiefs. Surprise That's of the week. That's because we hate them. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, I, I would put the Jaguars up there as well because the Jaguars. I mean, blew they out. are. They moved up like eighteen spots or ten spots in the power rankings. Yeah, I know. It's great. These guys can play. <laughs> These guys yep. can play. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is what six touchdowns, one interception, I think, right now on the season. Um, he's really, really impressing everybody. They're two and one. They they've scored eighty four points three weeks and they've only gave up thirty eight. Yeah, that's that's impressive. Man, they're looking kind of yeah. maybe that's the black horse of the league right now. They look kind of dangerous. 
Uh, it's good to see, though. It's good to see that the Jaguars are competitive again. And especially because Lawrence, like, that guy was supposed to be the next Joe Montana. He was the guy. You know what I mean? And he he's is getting the guy. Beat. Right. And he's just been getting beat to shit. So it, it's nice to let the guy show his talent. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with how a lot of the teams are, uh, like the past few years I've, I've really focused on just the Steelers. And since we've started dial in, it's nice to be able to enjoy football in general, um, like this past week. So, cause the Steelers played on Thursday, you know, I wasn't really watching one specific game, like focusing. Mm-hmm. So I had yeah, red right. zone up and dude, red zone is, is a way to go. Um, it was really, uh, really dope watching all the games go on. Except, you know, when I, I saw my parlays just, you know, shitting the bed one after you one. You mean sometimes that, that's what happens, you know, but that's your bed, so sleep in it. Mm-hmm. Pretty excited with how the Lions are looking. Um, losing only uh, by four to the Vikings. It's a really good Vikings team. Um, Commanders, like I said, they suck. Uh, Texans, dude. Texans and Bears had a good, good matchup. Uh, 23-20 went to the Bears. It was a good matchup because I honestly might think that those are the two worst quarterbacks so far this year. No, I disagree. <laughs> Mills uh, is awful. He has not had one crucial throw this year, so he can't be ranked last yet because uh, he has zero for zero. I would put Daniel Jones below Dougie Davis Mills. Uh, I would probably put Mitch Trubisky below him right now. Uh, but that's just me being... A very yeah, obsessed I, I, I would have. To, I would literally now see. I have to. Man, uh, Mills looks awful. Fields looks like he's running for his life. Yeah. Um, those, those offenses are really, really uh, struggling. And uh, I mean, I don't even think Mills has made a throw past twenty yards this season. Um, yeah, the, the, those quarterbacks are. I mean, that's rough. Like, I honestly think if if the Bears do end up getting a top two pick. You I mean, I think they're going to go for a quarterback and um, Mills. I don't think he's going to be there next year unless somehow, some way he figures something out, but they're not looking too hot. <clears throat> Both those quarterbacks are looking hideous. So Davis Mills played shitty against the Broncos, which I mean, sort of expected the Broncos have a really decent defense. Um, his first game against the Colts was decent. Two touchdowns, no interceptions, 240 yards passing on twenty-three or on 37 attempts with 23 completions. And this last attempt, um, he had um, wow, I just had a brain fart there. Uh, his, his last game, he had one touchdown, two interceptions. So his longest was 52 yards of the Bears. Um, the one against the Colts was 42 yards for his longest, and then the one against the Broncos was 29 for the longest. When I mean attempt over 20 yards, that means the ball has to travel um, that far. Yeah, that's so they they consider that a uh, a crucial passing play. And I don't think Mills has made one crucial pass play yet this year. Yeah. Um, but the the lowest QB rating is Bears. Um, really? second. Yep, second lowest is the Niners. So Bears uh, Fields is fifty percent, or is rated fifty QB rating. So that's a clear shot. Worst mm-hmm. um, Niners, you can't really pick. 
or you can't really consider that because of what happened so far. Um, the third lowest is the Patriots, Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have a lot to say about that because uh, they have a shit ton of first downs. Um, I mean, it's, it's rough to say. Colts had a really bad game. They're they're fourth lowest. Then we have the Texans with the fifth lowest, tied with Trubisky. Mm-hmm. So Mills and Trubisky are uh, pretty similar, but also as well, Flacco. Yep. Right, but how many passers he has? So like the QB rating is pretty rough. But from what I've seen from watching the games, um, at the bottom of the barrel for my two right now is definitely Fields and Mills. Okay. They do not. They do not look good. Okay, I can see that. Um, let's see. Uh, thoughts and prayers go out to Miles Garrett. Um, yes, I heard about the, what was it a car accident? Yeah. He, um, so he was driving his Porsche with his girlfriend and he ended up flipping the Porsche multiple Ooh. times. Uh, really? it, it looked like a GT2 RS or GT3 RS or something like that. Like it was, it was a nice car. Uh, apparently it was wet roads and he tried avoiding an animal. Oh, so, um, thoughts and prayers go out to him. Apparently he went to the hospital. He was. So in the video I saw, um, his girlfriend was laying down, but she was moving. Um, and he was able to get up and walk to the ambulance. It looked like he had a cut on his hand. Uh, his shirt was torn up a little bit. Um, but he, he looks like he's okay. Apparently he's going to try and play this week, which is going to be crazy if he does. I don't think they should let him. Uh, you know, they're, they're super cautious about like concussion, uh, concussion protocol. Dude, you flip a car, like everything in your body is moving around and jumping. I was just gonna say, even if you don't get a concussion, that's still like that's that's gonna rattle whiplash, emotions, everything. Yeah, everything, everything. Because you know, that's that's trauma right there. You know. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, but yeah, thoughts and prayers go out to him. Uh, even though he's a brownie, uh, I don't like to see that stuff. It's super unfortunate. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, you know, people are bigger than the game, so. 100 percent uh i haven't heard anything on his girlfriend but i'm hoping she's doing all right as well and i'm sure we'll get an update at some point um speaking on concussions did you watch the dolphins game um in and out yes did you see that tua got put into a casket carted off the field and then came back in what the third fourth quarter because get- that dude should not have been playing they gave that boy some uh, penicillin. <laughs> Dude, use your right hand. You're he, fine. He got <laughs> hit. And when he gets up, now, when I played football, somebody's shaking their head. You know, it's because they can't see straight. Their bell's rung. Like, right. This dude stands up, shakes his head, starts falling back down, has to get picked up and, like, helped off the field. Oh, he stumbled. Oh. I didn't see that. It was bad. And um, he was pulled. They went through the concussion procedure with him. Mm -hmm. And then he came back into the game. He said he didn't have a concussion. They said it was a back injury. And apparently he's getting all upset with people. So he's going to be upset with us. Fuck you too. I don't care. Um, Saying it's just a back injury. It's nothing head related. (laughs) He walked back into the game. What <laughs> button do I hit, boss? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're on defense, right? 
<laughs> right. I got but, it. Put me in. Put me in, coach. That's hey. not a good look. That's Dude, oh I, man. Especially with it being McDaniel's first season as a head coach. If it actually comes out that Tua suffered a concussion, um, mm-hmm. it's gonna be really bad. So I was listening to football and with Ben Roethlisberger. It's his new podcast that he's doing every week. Um, mm-hmm. and he had Merrill Hodge on. And Merrill Hodge was talking about the significance of some concussions that he sustained and um, right, right. he ended up dying in a locker room and they brought him back to life and took him to the hospital and whatnot. It was crazy. Listen, so they did like a two parter episode because I guess they went hunting um, before and after life. Well, no, like it was just <laughs> it, that was in the second, the second episode that they did together. It was, yeah, it was yeah, awesome yeah. though, dude. I, I definitely recommend everybody to check it out. Um, but yeah, it's super scary. Um, doesn't make sense that to us saying it's a back injury. I mean, I can sort of guess like a stinger, maybe like a nerve issue, like in your back could possibly affect your legs. Um, right. But you're not shaking your head like how he was. I mean, maybe you could, but it, it looked like a concussion. Right. You don't sprain your ankle and you start tapping yourself in the forehead to walk straight. Yep. Um. So let's go ahead and get into the injuries. Uh, for week three, some significant injuries happened this week. Um, we'll just start going down the list though. AJ Green is expected to miss at least one game after suffering a bone bruise in his knee. Um, but Rondale Moore is expected to join Hollywood Brown and Greg Dortch for week four. So that's going to be a plus for the Cardinals. I got a question for you. So what do you think happens more often? AJ Green gets injured or people go sit in a Starbucks drive-thru? Starbucks drive-thru. <laughs> <laughs> AJ Green does get injured a lot. Is it close? Like over under? Like mm, Yeah, it's it's fucking close. Like he's Okay, I think it was too. Yeah, he's fucking injured everywhere. Um Justin Pugh still considered day to day with an elbow injury. But he's expected to play against Carolina. Um, let's see. With Atlanta Falcons, uh, Elijah Wilkinson was inactive for the Falcons' Week 3 win over the Seahawks, which I was happy to see uh, Marcus Mayer to get that win. However, the team expects him to rejoin practice uh, today. I don't know if they did. I haven't seen a follow-up yet. Um, for the Baltimore Ravens, they were down to their fourth left tackle of the season already in three games. Oh, boy. After Patrick McCarvey suffered a sprained ankle in the wind over New England. That's no bueno. Um, haven't heard any updates on him. Ronnie Stanley hasn't played since week one of last season and was inactive again due to his ankle injury. Jawan James is done for the year thanks to a torn Achilles. <clears throat> uh, I, I didn't see that injury. I'm, I'm wondering I mean, if it like- has something to do with the turf situation that everybody's <clears throat> talking about right now. So. I mean, I just feel like, you know, Kobe hit two out of two free throws with a torn one. So, I mean, I think he's just walking off. Yeah, just walk it off, man. You don't need an Achilles. <laughs> so the grass has been an issue. It has. It has. I'm going to get into that a little bit more often or a little bit later on here. Um, Let's see. Bills were missing six defensive starters on Sunday. So the Dolphins were really celebrating over beating mm-hmm. the practice squad of the Bills. Um, so maybe that's why they're ranked lower. 
on the power rankings right now. Yeah, which even, is, even though they even though they just beat them. Yeah, which is what I I was thinking I was going to bring up as well. Um, so the Bills were also missing both of their Pro Bowl safeties. Uh, Jordan Poirier is considered day to day with his foot injury, and Mika Hyde is expected to miss the rest of the season due to his neck injury. I believe that is the one that went to the hospital, which is uh, really unfortunate. Um. Carolina Panthers, their secondary was banged up uh, with Dante Jackson and CJ Henderson dealing with neck injuries. A lot of those this year. A lot of a lot of ACL um, neck injuries. Only a handful of Achilles that I've seen so far. I feel like it's definitely like above the chest and below the kneecaps. Yeah. Um, David Montgomery for the Bears is considered day-to-day with knee and ankle injuries after leaving the Bears win. Um, Cincinnati Bengals have a short week. Um, Joe Mixon was limited in practice Monday, um, but I believe they're expecting him to bounce back. Uh, he has struggled this season, averaging just 2.8 yards per carry through three weeks, despite leading the NFL in total touches. That's, uh, this goes to show that their offensive line has been horrible. Right, right. I think that has a lot to do with them not being able to protect the quarterback. So even when they want to get like a short second down, like, you I mean, they can't hold up. Yep. Uh, we've already covered the Cleveland Browns with Miles Garrett. Um, that's the only significant injury that they have. Um, with the Cowboys, Michael Gallup and Dalton Schultz were both inactive for the Cowboys Monday night game against the Giants. I'm sure you guys were missing them. Um, oh, man. What we really need is Tyrone Smith. Yeah. I, I want to say our record without Tyron Smith is it has to be under thirty percent. Like we we it's so hard for us to win a game without that guy. But we're pushing through it, and I mean that actually might be a Dak stat, not a Cowboy stat. Yeah, I want to say Dak has won thirty percent of his games without Tyron Smith. And the same with the Steelers and TJ Watt. The uh, Steelers haven't won a game without TJ Watt yet. Yeah, that's rough, man. Um, edge rusher Demarcus Lawrence suffered a foot injury Monday night, but did return for the end of the game. He had three sacks. Six tackles, three sacks in the first half. That man was getting his money. Yeah. Finally. And then look what happens. Yeah, he but, probably he would have probably broke the uh or it would have been leading the sack record so far this year if he didn't get hurt. Well, the Cowboys are leading the league in sacks right now. They're looking nasty. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to admit, with TJ Watt out right now, that's such a big thing. Alex Highsmith for the Steelers is leading the league right now with four and a half sacks. Nice. So he's a half half ahead? I believe so. But it's, I, think we're, I think the Cowboys are leading the league in sacks by like... Like, a off the top of my head, like nine? Yeah. I want to say by nine, maybe. But that's just off the top of my head. Um... For the Broncos, defensive tackle DJ Jones suffered a concussion on Sunday night against the 49ers. He's currently in protocol and won't be able to return until he clears it later in the week. Um, Detroit Lions, DeAndre Swift is expected to be inactive for the next two weeks as he deals mm. with ankle and shoulder injuries. That's um, rough because yeah. he finally came around. Uh, it says he's fought through the pain. MCDC told reporters... He could be held out until after the team's week six by. 
Uh, this is one of the th- those things where I really like Dan Campbell because he, you know, he's a player, men- a player first mentality. You know, he um, he understands what it's like being a player himself, and he's taking care of his guys, and it shows. That's rough. He finally came around, Georgia kid. They're, uh, I want to say they're third in the league in rushing right now. That's that's gonna really gonna put I mean, a damper on. He had two touchdowns against the Vikings. Yeah, that offense is good, but now, like, how are they going to look without him? Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Tracy Walker's expected to miss the season after suffering a torn Achilles against the Vikings. Damn. Yep. Um, Green Bay Packers. David Bakhtiari is back. The Bach is Bach. Um, he played, like, 50% of snaps. He was talking about it with Aaron Rodgers. He's like, "Oh man, I like this rotation stuff." <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, Jare G- Alexander. I hope I said his name right. Uh, suffered a groin injury against the Buccaneers, but it isn't expected to be a major issue. He's going to undergo tests this week, uh, but not to be worried because if they if he's unavailable, Russell Douglas can start on the outside with Kisan Kisana. Kishan, Kishan. I think it's Kishan. <laughs> I suck with names, man. Uh, Nixon is going to be filling in the slot. Um, nothing really for Houston Texans. Uh, they are still without Justin Bright, who left the team following Week One due to personal reasons. Um, but they remain one of the healthier teams in the NFL. Same with the uh, the Jaguars, I believe. Yeah, that uh, definitely helps. Yeah. Uh, Yannick Nguakwe was, uh, fully back healthy, um, and had a one hell of a performance in week three against the Chiefs, uh, had his first sack of the season and had a couple of quarterback hits. Uh, Stephon Gilmore did miss some time on Sunday due to a hamstring injury, but returned to make a game ceiling pass breakup that was intercepted. That was a beautiful interception as well. Yep, that's a a former uh, defensive player of the year. Yep. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars. So Shaquille Griffin was a late addition to the Jaguars injury report last week and ended up sitting out the team's win over the Chargers due to a hip injury. It's the only real thing there. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs are expected to get Harrison Bucker back soon. Buckner? Uh, Bucker. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, uh, they just released Matt Amendola from their practice squad, so hopefully he'll be back soon. Um, the Raiders, uh, Rock Yassin, their cornerback, exited early after suffering a knee injury against the Titans. Um, their other starter, Nate Hobbs, also left the game after entering concussion protocol. Um, the Raiders were without Hunter Renfro, which was unfortunate because I'm pretty sure that was a game-time decision I still had right. him on my fantasy team. He ended up getting me zero points because he was inactive. Oof. Um, so it was a little rough. But I still won that week, so it's no big deal. Okay, um, big flex. <laughs> hey, you know, I know how to pick them. Uh, the Chargers. <laughs> I like how it says, where to begin with the Chargers? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Rashawn Slater's out for the season after rupturing his bicep. That's a nasty injury. That's um, rough. <clears throat> Joey Bosa, this is a massive one, suffered a severe groin injury, is getting surgery, and will be placed on IR. 
Damn. Um, yep, there goes, yep. Their center, Corey Lindsley, sat out due to an injury, knee injury. J.C. Jackson has inflammation on his surgically repaired ankle. And Justin Herbert is still dealing with his rib tissue. What they call it? A rib tissue break? So they um they are hurting right now. Um we're gonna have to keep an eye on that for the time being. I think the Chargers are gonna have to go to the back burner for bets. Yeah, that's they have already given like eighty four points in three games. I oof, that is rough. And that that's in the AFC West. Man, the Broncos, the Chargers, the Raiders. Oh man, they look awful. Yeah. Um, the Rams placed Van Jefferson on IR Saturday. Uh, he is recovering from a torn ACL, but is going to miss at least three more games. Um, Miami Dolphins. We talked about Tua earlier. He was checked for a concussion on Sunday, but was able to return to the game. However, he is currently dealing with back and ankle injuries which they're expecting Teddy Bridgewater to actually start. Um, I still on, think on a concussion is going to pop up there. I mean, you would hope so because it looked like it. Yeah. Is Tua's, does Tua's brother play for uh, Maryland? Or it just so happens that they almost had the same exact name and they look uh, identical. The is, I mean, I'm not a big college guy, but yeah. I was watching uh, Maryland versus... Uh, I don't know. Who the hell were they playing? I watched one college game over the weekend, and some guy was there, the same last name. Damn, he looks Samoan. Well, you call him uh, Islanders, but you know, I want to say he uh, he was on he, he was on Bama, but he transferred. Yeah, his uh, his younger brother Talia is a college fo- a football quarterback for the Maryland Terrapins, and he's right-handed, so he's. Obviously, gonna be way better. Well, Tua is ambidextrous, so yeah. Not when he throws the ball. He he throws both handed, with both hands. <laughs> he he throws ninety nine percent of the time with his left hand. Yeah, but but they they still have right handed passes. When on I there. play baseball, I want up. The are bat. you lefty or righty? What do you throw? The right hand. When you, okay, yeah, same. But when I uh, want to kick people out of my house, I, I use my left hand. Okay. Because I'm busy with the thing thing, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, I feel you, I feel you. See, I just whack them upside the head. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you just look at people. If I walk in your house, oh, hey, I take it back. Call the cops. I'm sorry. Hey, you see that baseball bat back there? <laughs> <laughs> that, that bat is actually really, really cool. I'll have to show you it here in a little bit. Um, All right. Uh, to continue on, the Minnesota Vikings, Dalvin Cook is considered day-to-day after exiting Sunday's game early due to a shoulder injury. What happened to him? I'm not sure. Probably just took a hit. And it's a shame. He's, Dalvin Cook's so damn good. And he's not looking good this year. Yeah, he missed time last year with a shoulder injury as well, so I'm wondering if maybe right. it's like a, a thing that's just popping up again. Right, right. So apparently the team is expecting him to wear a harness. Yeah. Hey, bro, just strap this on your body. You'll be all right. Uh, New England Patriots. Mac Jones. Rick James, bitch. No, Mac Jones 
suffered a severe high ankle sprain on Sunday and will miss an undetermined amount of time. So I believe the report that was coming out is that Mac Jones was told by the Patriots it's a four-week injury. Um, however, know. Mac Jones said, uh, uh, no, it's a six to eight week injury. Uh Oh, so Mac Jones is getting a second opinion. Uh, haven't heard anything more on it. I'm sure he's probably got it by now. Um, but with Mac Jones out, Patriots are going to go with Brian Hoyer. So write them off. Yep, Hoyer They're not is, making the playoffs. Hoyer is 1-12 as a starter, completing 61.4% of his passes, throwing 14 touchdowns and 9 interceptions. That was since 2016. Um, very, they might literally good. be the bottom of the barrel. I don't... Them and Bears... Man, that is rough. With, I did not know that. With, I, I must that have missed injury, that. With that injury, it's big. I, mu- I must have missed that. Yep. Them Texans, Jets, oof, they're going to be, yeah, yeah that, you might as well write that off. Yep. Uh, New Orleans Saints. So the Saints' entire receiving core is pretty banged up. Michael Thomas is dealing with a toe injury. Jarvis Landry is dealing with a foot injury. And Traquan Smith is dealing with a concussion. Um, you also have Jamie Swinston, which they believe he, he's going to be out um, this week. Due to his back injury, uh, he's been playing right. through it. I but... think he called that last week. No, well, I didn't think he was going to play last week, and he did. So, uh, New York if Giants. They, if they you're were... looking for a job, I know who's hiring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Giants were dealt a tough blow <clears throat> in their first loss of the season when Sterling Shepard was carted off the field in the closing seconds. Uh, so he was serious... jogging. He was jogging, so you know it's really bad. Yeah. If that happens. Yeah. Um, super serious knee injury. I believe it's an ACL, they said. Yep. I, I be- did, they, did they say it's just an ACL or ACL, MCL? I'm not sure if it was uh, two different ligaments, but he tore that. Yeah, I, the, was... the video is disgusting. I hate seeing knee injuries. They make, me, they make my knees hurt, dude. Yeah, if you're almost jogging... To where you're speed walking mm-hmm. and you blow out your knee. That's, yeah, that's why there's 30 players around them. Cause if it's non contact, no speed, no cutting, you're just jogging down the field and that, sh- and it snaps like that. Yeah. yeah that's not good. That's yeah, not good that's, at all. Your body giving up on you. And, and that's where I wanted to bring in the turf versus grass. Um, so it happened <clears throat> in the Super Bowl with Odell Beckham. Mm. And it was like the same exact thing. It was a non-contact injury ACL. And it's starting to creep up a lot now with all these turf fields. um, And players are getting very frustrated with it. Um, All the players hate it. They were talking about it for like three hours yesterday on Pat's show. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know. It's that's so they're saying that the the turf isn't the way to go. Yeah, they're saying turf is causing a lot of the injuries. So with normal grass, you're gonna have dirt uh, mixed in with traction. Yeah, you know, well, not so much just traction, but it's gonna be more spongy. The spongy is what they're saying. Yeah, missed choice of words. So there's more uh, give. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not as big of an impact when you're running. Uh, whereas on the turf, you know, they, they have the turf, they have the little plastic BBs. Um, 
which help a little bit, but when you're running full speed, I mean, you're, you're putting a lot of force down and you feel that, right. that concrete, that hard compacted, whatever is underneath it. And it's, yeah, it's messing with guys. So, um, I, I think they did like a, a study, uh, and they determined that it would cost each NFL team like 10 to $20 million to revamp each stadium if they were, if they were to go to grass. So we'll see. Well, uh, what made them go to turf? Uh, cheaper. Cheaper to maintain. That makes sense. Yeah. But here's, That's here, wild, here, you're... here's my opinion, right? You're playing, you're paying these guys all these, all this money. And then you're just going to cheap out on one of the things that's going to keep them healthy, uh, healthy, you know, like how are you, how are you going to go and pay a, a wide receiver $30 million a year just for his knee to be fucked after week five, week six, and then all his money's guaranteed. I mean, that's a good point, yeah, but right. I, I, I mean, it, it's hard to speak for owners because they're in a different mind frame than what we are. We cover football and, you know, but there has to be a reason why like it I mean the maintenance of every month and every season what they save like I don't know if it's worth it because I have no idea I'm not an owner but there has to be a reason why they want to put the turf in there and and like maybe they just want to risk it for the biscuit and see what happens I, I'm not really sure so but you, if you good even if you go to like <clears throat> junior college games mm. they're all turf they're yeah. all turf so a lot of younger guys, so that was another thing that got brought up. A lot of younger guys don't mind the turf uh, because they feel faster on it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, they're they're young and healthy, but it's, it's a lot of the older guys. Um, White House just said, White House or Whitestead? I don't remember his name. He he was a Rams uh, offensive lineman. Whitestead, I, I want to say. Think, I think it's Whitestead. Um, he said he would have played till 50 if he was playing on a grass field. <laughs> His entire career, like he he honestly feels like it was that big of an impact. So, who knows? Uh, you should look up Tottingham. They have okay. uh a natural gra- a natural grass field for soccer, which is where I believe the London game is going to be taking place this this week. Um, and it's cool, dude. They have like a a, a level, mm-hmm. and it like. Raises up. You talking about the Spurs in England, Tottenham? I don't know. I don't know the teams over there. No, sorry, uh, sorry. It, I, I watch American. Is it is it the London soccer team? Tottenham? No, no, no. no. So N- NFL is going to London this week. Okay, what stadium is it? Let's look it up real fast. Uh, I'll tell you exactly who plays there. Because I w- I was gonna bring this up that uh, I'm sure you you'll look it up faster. If you look at any major league five, the the top five leagues in the world or in Europe, you can you can say not one team plays on turf. Mm-hmm. Every single team plays on grass. Tottenham Hotspurs. Yeah, that's the Spurs. They they play yep. in uh, the English Premier League. So um, they have like two levels and uh, like lowers or raises, like the mm-hmm. entire field, and then slides mm-hmm. under the bleachers. And shows the 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 turf field, so people they were definitely excited. Don't play on that shit. No, they play on oh, for the, they play for, on for, the grass. for football. Yeah, yeah. There's so, no way soccer players are. Yeah, good. Yeah, so guys were excited because they thought they were going to play on grass, and then right. they showed the video of it showing the turf, and now people aren't so excited. 
Yeah, if you now that you brought it up, every cut you make, every mm. time you try to get through it's a tackle, wear and tear, man. Man, that sounds rough. It's the same thing. Like I grew up playing basketball, and asphalt was so much worse than playing on hardwood floors. I mean, uh, look at uh, look at how the Raiders' field used to be, the Dolphins' field used to be, right, the, the right. Steelers' field used to be. How it was all part baseball, right? So, and it was fine. Yeah. I lo- have you seen that meme with the <laughs> with the, they're uh, redoing your guys' uh, field? No, and, uh, just le- just leave the leave the the inside out because they don't even use it in the first place. No. Because you guys don't run them. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, no, I didn't see that. I did see that. was fucking great. Man, that killed me. Yeah. That... I feel the same with Zeke. Is like, if you get the ball, if you give him the ball 20 times a game, you'll see a different player. But it's yeah. hard to do that when, you mean, because yeah. the game is, it just depends on how the game's going. Yeah. Um. Let's see. New York Jets signed former Chief Mike Rimmers to their practice squad after George Fent Font suffered a knee injury on sun- Sunday, another knee injury. Um, they don't think it's terribly serious, but he is expected to miss week four. <clears throat> Zach Wilson is expected to be the starter against the Steelers. Uh-oh. Um, which is good for the Steelers. You think so? Yeah, I'd, I'd much rather play against Zach Wilson than Joe Flacco right now. I'm surprised that they're going to make that switch. Joe Flacco's just been so... He, he's looked good, man. Um, I mean, He's looked good, but they've looked last, bad. Last week was rough. Um, He had a couple of interceptions, but still. That's what I'm saying. But if you only look at the numbers, I'm not saying that's what, that, that's what you're doing. But mm. he's looked good number-wise, but the team looks awful. So, I mean, if, if that's your guy... I think there's a guy, lot more to it then. And, and he's back. You, you got to bring him in. You get, bring bring the starting quarterback back in. And but the team has been surrounding Joe Flacco. He has been their leader, and all right. of their reports that are coming out. So maybe it's something else. Um, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Dallas Goddard missed some time against the Commanders due to a shin injury, uh, but he was able to return and finish the game. Uh, Darius Slay also missed the series late in the first half. But he said it was due to cramping. Um, the Steelers, uh, Akilah Witherspoon, our cornerback, suffered a hamstring injury on Thursday against the Browns, and he left the game in the third quarter. That was pretty significant. Mm. Um, Levi Wallace uh, got 22 snaps across from Cam Sutton against the Browns, and the former Bill allowed one catch and had a pass breakup. I was really excited when they signed Levi Wallace. I thought it was going to be a really good addition to the defense. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Well, uh, now that we're on the topic of catches, mm-hmm. your boy Pickens. Oh, oh I'm going to get into that. Best, was a double back foot 360? What was that? Be- best catch in the league in the past several years? I would put that over uh, Odell's. Uh, I would Catch-wise. Because... I wouldn't say a moment, but catch-wise? Yeah. yeah. Difficulty? Catch- Catch-wise, definitely. Moment-wise, no, because OBJ's was a touchdown, and right. I, I believe it was the game-winning touchdown. Yeah, um, I don't want to talk about that. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know why you got to bring that up. But. <laughs> <laughs> but no, George Pickens, I mean, it, you have to. It, it, he went on the record saying, I'm always open. That's what you want. Yeah, and if you're going to say you're always open, 
you you gotta you've gotta show up in those big plays. I mean, a homeboy was looked like he like pulled the lazy bit of the lazy boy all the way back and like. It was, yeah, his it was knees his impressive. knees were above his head. Yeah, that's it was impressive. He Did should you, probably just go to the X Games and just do snowboarding or something like well, that. You know, I'm 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 just wishing you know the Steelers would actually get Kenny Pickett to uh, start playing. That way, we can actually get some decent passes to those that's guys. That's coming because isn't he a Pittsburgh boy? He did play four years in Pittsburgh, or five years in Pittsburgh. He was redshirted in one year uh, with the Panthers, but he's so from he's New Jersey originally. Yeah, so, but that I mean, he he's been in the city. The city loves him. Um, I don't know why Mike Tomlin's not starting him. He says Mitch Trubisky's improving. I honestly, so I was really big against Matt Canada for the longest of time uh, because I can't stand Matt Canada's offense. However, they opened it up a lot more this past week. The offensive line started looking a lot better. Uh, each week they're improving. Um, but Mitch Trubisky is constantly, he's locked in on one receiver. Mm-hmm. I like watching them the entire way. He's not going through his read progressions like he should or he checks down. So do you, do you think it's too fair or uh, too soon to be unfair to Turbinski? No, or do you no. think it's time Fucking to start Pickens or not, or not Pickens Pickett. So you're just ready to go. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, what, what else can he learn behind Trubisky at this point? Yeah. 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 And I, I would point. rather have Pickett start getting uh, reps in with the guys now in actual games and have him get, you know, get accustomed to how they play. So. Yeah, I feel like you guys, that's that's going to be your guys' next baby Jesus. It, it is, I, like, it I would is. like to know what Ben, Big Ben, has to say about it. I wonder what his opinion is. So he talked on it. Uh-huh. Um, he said that Yinzers are being unfair to Mitch. Um, he doesn't think it's all in Mitch. Um, he thought it was a lot scheme-wise, which, again, I agree. The scheme's shit. Um, but Big Ben was a notable uh, Matt Canada hater. I uh, did right. not enjoy Matt Canada. It's hard, man. I <laughs> knowing the Steelers have the Jets right now, and then they're going into a slaughterhouse for the rest of the season. <laughs> is <laughs> is really rough, and I honestly think the Steelers can go under five hundred this year. They haven't done it in the past like eighteen years. Mm-hmm. So it makes me really nervous. But so would you want to you you would still want to throw in your young quarterback into that mess? I think the young quarterback will make it a better season. But if you know it's going to be that bad, then what's the point of putting him in? Well, because that, that, that that's going to stunt his development. No, I mean he's twenty four years old. How often do you see a, an NFL rookie quarterback at twenty four? Not very often. He yeah, had five point, years yeah. in college. That's a good point. Um, I, I think he'll get a good repertoire with with the the receiving core that he has right now. He just needs the game experience, and yeah, but it's not going to be a good experience. He's, he's just going to get plowed on. No, because the offensive line has been playing a lot better. I think our main issue right now is Trubisky's not looking at all of his reads, even with the. Do so you think your main issue on your offense is Trubisky? Got it. I think Trubisky and scheme. Uh, Trubisky first, then scheme. So even on that beautiful Pickens catch there was uh i think it was deontay johnson was wide open in the middle of the field that could have easily ran for 30 yards 
But he was making. I mean, I, I mean, I don't watch every game, but I've seen him make some really nice plays he, that just yeah. don't develop. He, he's he's definitely made or throws, some, not plays. Sorry. Yeah, he's definitely made some really good throws. Um, but it's just they're few and far between. I just, my opinion, I don't. I, I think it's too soon. And why throw your young? hopefully feature quarterback into the lion's den. Well, look, There's no need for that. Look at what the Bills did with Josh Allen. Yeah, but Josh Allen's light years ahead of... Is he? Yeah, he was NFL ready when he came in. So was Pickett. To who? Who said this? Peyton Manning. <laughs> a lot of people. That's like, okay, but that's people. not... Okay, so what staff member, what coordinator what coach what owner like what you know what I mean like a, a lot Manning, of people all a i'm lot. saying is there was I a would, lot of reports about it so i would say that the, the outside of the box people are like oh my allen went so early but allen was ready <laughs> he was ready well i mean josh allen was rough in his first few seasons i, I hope you're not making a comparison between the two i hope that's not what you're doing i mean there's I, nothing to compare right i can now. see there's nothing to I can compare see right now what? There, there isn't anything to compare. Okay, between, then you, it, you can it, rewind time and go back to like how he played in college compared to your boy. There's yeah, there's no I, I don't I don't know. I don't I don't even think I can even entertain that. Cause I don't see that. But I mean, my thing my thing is that hey, five years in Pittsburgh, that's gonna be your next and kin. Hey, protect him, groom him, get that boy ready. I know the fans want to see him. You know what I mean? Hold on, let's see. No, you're you're gonna pull you're gonna pull the yep. you can't do that. God damn right that. I am. You can't do that because they so he, they... Josh Allen, six foot five, two thirty. Mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett, six three, two twenty. Okay. Um so Josh Allen, three years in Wyoming, had five thousand sixty six yards passing. Mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett in five years, mind you, the first year was only four games, had 12,303 yards passing. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, but Kenny Pickett okay. had 81 touchdowns to 32 interceptions. Josh Allen had 44 touchdowns to 21 interceptions. Kenny Pickett was 136.3 QB rating. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen was 137.7. Right. But that's just surface numbers. I mean, no, you exactly, can... exactly. But that's all you can really compare off the two, right? In their college. No, no, that's not so, true. Because that's so no, no. Kenny Kenny Pickett has changed college rules. Okay, with how so the game is played. let's compare where they were drafted. Where was Josh Allen drafted? He was. Uh, seventh before Mahomes. Okay. Right. Uh, when was Mahomes? Do you see where I'm getting at? Do you do you understand what I'm getting at? Actually, don't even see the Chiefs on here. I think he's like 17th overall or something like that. Mahomes? 
But you, do you understand what I'm saying? Were they even in saying? the same draft? Yeah, they're the same year, weren't they? We definitely have to edit no, out the No, he was Google in the 2017. Searches. No, it's all right. Okay. Um, so, Mitch Trubisky, funny enough, was drafted second in that draft. Okay, maybe that's why I, I thought Pat- of that. Patrick Mahomes was 10th. And Josh Allen was 7th. What year was it? 19, right? So, no. Mahomes was 17, Allen was 18. But Baker Mayfield was drafted before Josh Allen. Sam Darnold was Darnold was drafted before Josh Allen. But you understand of, what I'm trying to say. There wasn't though. a lot of quarterbacks that were, or a lot of teams that needed a decent quarterback in the beginning of the draft this year. That's why he was able to fall so easily to the Steelers, and that's why another quarterback wasn't drafted till what late second, and then early third, or was it mm-hmm. early third? So I'm not quite sure, but I definitely wouldn't. Them come, coming out of college, you you can definitely see the difference of the caliber of the player. I'm not speaking bad on <laughs> but, your boy, but... but ha- what have you seen from Kenny Pickett? You haven't. Um, not, well, some, but not like a bunch. Like I knew I knew what college you went to. I didn't know he went for five years, so I, I'll give you that. But I definitely wouldn't put him on the same tier of coming out of college, getting drafted that early. Yeah, that was a, he was a QB heavy. Huh? He was 20th. 20th, okay. Kenny Pickett. Right. That's not super late. Yeah, but it's not seven. Okay. With <laughs> other quarterbacks that went. That's you I mean like he was the first quarterback to go though. Okay. If he was so great, he would have went earlier. Nobody needed a quarterback really before him. I don't want to go through the draft. Let's go look through the draft. And <laughs> l- let's see who. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see who needed the the QB. Because if you if, if you are literally trying to compare this boy to fucking so Allen. here here's my thing. So okay, I'm all ears. I'm all Ken, ears. Kenny Pickett has been working with Peyton Manning when he was in the off season. Peyton Manning himself. Are you going to say Peyton right. Manning isn't one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time? No, that's I'm what not it sounds that. like you're saying. Because Peyton Manning was saying Kenny no, Pickett don't. is. Is you NFL can't make ready. up things. He, well, he was saying don't... NFL uh, Pickett was NFL ready, and okay. a, a lot of analysts were um, saying he was the best quarterback. So Detroit mm-hmm. Lions or Jacksonville Jaguars already had one. Detroit Lions paid a shit ton of money. Um, Houston Texans, come they, on now. They, they were having their issues with getting rid of um, Deshaun Watson. Okay, I'll give you that. Uh, New York Jets, they feel like they have their guy. Right, Giants. It's a new regime. <laughs> new regime. New regime still have Daniel Jones on his rookie contract. But you'd rather have? What? Can he pick? Who would, Most definitely. Would, okay, Most definitely. so. But again, still still a new regime on his with the rookie quarterback. Well, I, I kind of give that to you. Carolina still Panthers in the air because you don't know. Has Baker Mayfield. Giants again. Falcons felt like they loved Marcus Mariota. Seahawks. <laughs> There's so many fucking teams that need a quarterback. Not really. Because the Seahawks were still in with uh, the Seahawks. Um, the Panthers, they were still expected to get either uh, Baker Mayfield or Jimmy G. And neither of those ended up happening properly. Um, Saints, they love their guy. Lions again. Eagles love their guy. Ravens, come on now. Texans grabbed another offensive lineman. 
uh titans they feel like they have their guy there's a lot of spots this boy should have went up the only one i see really honestly texans and giants so okay i'll give you that i'll go i would say and, and, and it's not saying the giants gra- drafted Kayvon thibodeau with their thinking, with their fifth overall pick i'm thinking commanders why Saints. they had Carson Wentz and paid him a shit ton of money? He's awful. Seahawks, Falcons. Yeah, but that's why the Commanders Panth- went wide receiver Jack- to get him another weapon. Yeah, I'm just saying. Saints, if he- Saints love. What are you talking about? Saints fucking love Jameis Winston. I wouldn't say they love him. They but- love him. <laughs> and the Steelers were on the phone with everybody trying to trade up. They've talked about it. They were going to trade up as far as they could to get fucking Kenny Pickett. I need to see the documentary. <laughs> they, they, Otherwise, they, they, do a draft cl- uh, they do a draft video. It's on Steelers.com. Yeah. I believe you. I'm just saying. There's no way that guy's the same so, talent coming I, I up. Don't, I don't think you can really compare him. I think Kenny Pickett had a much better college career than Josh Allen did. Josh Allen was rough when he came out of college for the first few years in the NFL. The Bills allowed him to compete with his guys, earn like <laughs> learn their system, learn while mm-hmm. playing, and, mm-hmm. and he's developed into a fantastic quarterback. I think Kenny Pickett is that guy for the Steelers. I really do. Hey man, and there's four seasons a year. I mean, <laughs> I'm all ears. <laughs> I'm all ears, brother. All right, let's get back into these injuries because there's still a couple more. Dick. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The Niners. Trent Williams is expected to miss at least four weeks after suffering a high ankle sprain against the Broncos. Uh, Seahawks. uh, Their running back, Travis Homer, was the only Seahawk to suffer an injury on Sunday. Um, The Buccaneers. We're down to their third string left tackle on Sunday with Donovan Smith inactive with his elbow injury. Um, playing a really good Packers team. Uh, Mike Evans is expected to return week four since he served his suspension. Julio Jones is also expected to return for the first time since week one. Mm-hmm. So when we look at who the Bucks play, they play the Chiefs. Yeah, they're going to need those guys. Um, oh boy. I'm curious on their left tackle as well, since they were down to their third string, what's going on with him, with Donovan Smith. Uh, it doesn't really give me an update, though. Um, Todd Bowles was also noncommittal about the status of Smith or Chris Godwin, two big guys as well. So, uh, Tennessee Titans, Taylor Luan, uh was moved to IR officially. He's still expecting him to retire. Um. Yeah. Washington Commanders, their offensive line struggled to protect Carson Wentz without Chase Aurelier. We covered that last week, though, as well. All right. Um, I also didn't talk. Minka Fitzpatrick uh, was in concussion protocol. They didn't have that listed here. Um, Hopefully, he's going to be able to play this week. Bring him back, baby. Um, Playing against the Jets. We could use him. He's a fucking ball hawk, man. Two pick sixes already this year. Fucking hope he's able to come back. He might get two this Sunday playing against the Jets. Well, if he's able to play. 
Depends on where he's at with concussion protocol. Are you sure it's down his back? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Man, he took a nasty hit from Chubb. When he was tackling yeah. him, he took a knee to the temple. Mm, yeah. That's rough. Yeah, yeah, that's rough. Um, We covered it a little bit earlier, but we got the first London game of the season, the Vikings versus the Saints. Um, I'm going to, when we get into versus, I'm going to be taking the Vikings uh, just because I feel like with the Saints, they have a lot of injuries right now. And then if Jimmy Swinson is still, is actually going to be out. um, Yeah. I'm I'm not looking forward to the Saints anyway there. Yeah, the you know, the <laughs> offense is pretty rough. Yep. Um Perpito O'Reilly, NFL executive VP of club business and league events. Starting this weekend, more than two hundred players, coaches, and execs can display their international flags and decals celebrating their heritage. I think it's pretty cool that they're allowing them to uh to do that's uh, a way to separate themselves from everybody still. Right. Um, pretty neat. Uh, the power rankings were released. And uh, who do you think is going to be at the top? Um, it's not the team I thought. I, w- I, I thought Dolphins would be. So the Philadelphia Eagles that are 3-0 and um, have passed... The Buffalo Bills. They uh, were previously ranked third, uh, with the Bills dropping to second, following with the Dolphins at number three with a win over the Bills. They put, they were at number eight previously. Uh, ba- the Packers moved up to four. The Chiefs moved down from number two to number five, um, which I honestly could have seen a little bit bigger of a jump down just because they lost to the Colts. Right, right. And you got the Rams at six, the Ravens at seventh, the Bucks moving down to eight. They were previously fourth. The Vikings moving to nine, the Bengals to 10, Niners at 11, the Titans at 12, Cowboys at 13. They moved up eight spots. They were previously 21st. Cooper Rush has been really, really impressive for the Cowboys. Yeah, we'll take those back-to-back wins. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's making me uh, scared. I'm going to have to uh, probably cough up on that beanie bed I have with Mr. Bobber down. <laughs> um, Denver Broncos are 14th. Still really lackluster comp- considering they just signed Russell Wilson to a major deal. Right. The Chargers dropped from 7th to 15th. The Lions stayed at 16. Browns moved up from 22nd to 17th. <clears throat> that's a big jump considering they beat a Steelers team that's not very good right now. There's a bigger jump right under those boys. Yeah, with the Jacksonville Jaguars jumping up to 18th. They were previously 28th. Uh, then you have the Saints dropping to 19th. They were previously 13th. Could have been a bigger drop in my opinion considering they lost to the Panthers. Right. Uh, Cardinals, they have dropped from 14th to 20th. They only put up 14 points, right? 14? No, 12. 12 points yeah, against yeah, the Rams. Yeah, they lost 20 to 12, yeah. Um, it's really interesting. Kyler Murray was pretty much non-existent that game, it seems. Um, he, he does what he tries to do by creating magic. However, the Call of Duty beta was out, and what the stats show is whenever a new Call of Duty drops or a beta <sighs> drops, 
he mm-hmm. drops off of the face of the earth. And yeah, he was, he was he distracted. Did. Yep, he was playing too much Modern Warfare 2. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't help that uh, they're missing suspended receiver DeAndre Hopkins, but, you know. Right, right, right. Uh, the Raiders dropped six spots to 21st, uh, losing to the Titans, which I still feel like the Titans are a very good team. They're just not getting it all together. I also feel like the Raiders like, are a really good team. I would. I was just gonna bring that up. I definitely think they're not. I don't think as bad as they're showing. But they're the only team that hasn't won yet, and they're still ranked twenty first in the league. So clearly, they're better than what they're showing. Hopefully, they get it together. We'll see what happens. Yep. Um. Then below them at rank twenty second, we have the New York Giants, which is interesting to me. Um, where the who the Giants play in week two? I th- Panthers. The- they beat the Panthers barely, uh, but they beat the Titans in week one. So twenty second still kind of interesting, considering they just lost to a decent Cowboys team. Yeah, that defense, man. That boy Daniel was running for his life all night. Yep. Uh, the Colts. Uh, they went up from twenty sixth to twenty third. Patriots one win, one loss, one tie. One tie. <laughs> yeah, Matt Ryan uh and his boys uh came out and actually did some work against the Chiefs. Yeah, big shock. Uh but the refs had a big hand in that win as well. Uh Patriots dropped six spots from 18th to 24th. The Falcons went up four spots from 29th to 25th. The Steelers dropped three spots from 23 to 26th. Um, it's funny. They say it's not that Mitch Trubisky was bad because uh, he really wasn't. It's just that the veteran ceiling is so low that it turns the Steelers' offense into a sports car trying to win a race with a restrictor plate. <laughs> oh, shit. It's Kenny Pickett time. And the fact that Mike Tomlin's not starting him infuriates the fuck out of me. I want to send a bag of shit to Mike Tomlin's front door right now. Front door loud on fire. Yes, sir. Uh, Chicago Bears moved up three spots to 27th. The Seahawks dropped four spots to 28th. The Panthers moved up two spots to 29th. Commanders dropped three down to 30th. The Jets dropped six down to 31. And the Texans, well, Texans, Texans are the worst team in the league right now at 32nd. Yeah, their neighbors who are trying to move out soon, they'll be right back down there with them very soon. The very Jags, I'm pretty shocked see. about. Yeah, um, that it's interesting to see the Eagles number one. Um, I don't think the Eagles are the number one ranked team right now, but that's just me. You uh, still got the Bills? Who's yeah, the I, top I, would, I would still I would still put the Bills up there. I would put the Bills uh, number one. Um, man, it's hard. I, I would definitely put the Eagles top three. I would I would probably honestly put uh, Bills, Dolphins, Eagles. They're all really good right now. The beauty about the power rankings is that it's week to week. So yeah. I guess like, I mean, I guess technically Philly deserves it because they're the only undefeated team. No, so. Dolphins. Oh, Dolphins are, sorry, excuse me. Yep. But I mean, in that case, I, I would have to put Dolphins number one because they beat the number two team. Well, they beat the number one team at the time, but it, but it was also a very injured number one team. But it still happened last week. So no, power rankings is week to week. Well, I mean, they, I would they were go out like Dolphins, six, Eagles, Bills. They were out six, uh, six players. 
So as of right now, they should be below those two other teams. Next yeah. week, if they win again, then maybe they'll go back up, in maybe. my opinion. I think I think we'll definitely see them at the top of the uh the the rankings again. But definitely top five makes sense. Um I would put the Ravens over the Chargers. Um yes. there's not really much more I would really argue about right now. I definitely don't, would not have the Niners so high. Like I think they're no, I think the Niners need to drop a little bit more until Jimmy G yeah. gets consistent with uh the and, team. It, it's that showing offense. that he didn't have a, a real training camp with the team. Right. Well, I mean, he, he might get it under under his wings soon. I, yeah, I, I think give him two to three more weeks. All right, so we're going to go ahead and jump into the players of the week for the AFC and NFC. Starting off yes. with the NFC. Uh, for the offense, we got running back Corderell Patterson for the Atlanta Falcons. He rushed for 144 or 141 yards with one touchdown and one reception for 12 yards. And they're a week three win over Seattle. He had 8.3 yards per attempt and led all running backs in week three. Um, it's his first career offensive player of the week award. Uh, he was named special teams player of the week as a rookie in week eight of 2013 as a member for the Vikings. And he is the first Falcons running back to win the award since Devontae Freeman in week 15 of 2016. They are uh, the top sixth rushing team in the league right now. Like I said last week, I'm not sure how long that's going to hold up, yeah. but we will see. Uh, and like I said, I, I'm really surprised with how well they are playing. Um, I know Baker was saying he still thinks they're terrible and the worst team in the league, but mm -hmm. I, I just I don't see it. They're fighting every week, so. They are. They are. That's and, something you want to see. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it just goes to show how good of a team they are when they're working together. And it seems like right. they've got a good chemistry. Right. Um, which is good. That's a good point. Yep. Uh, for NFC defensive, you have defensive end Brandon Graham for the Eagles. Uh, Graham recorded six tackles, two and a half sacks, one pass defended, and one forced fumble in the Eagles' Week 3 vic victory against Washington. He is the only NFC player to record multiple sacks and a forced fumble as Philadelphia recorded a league-high nine sacks in Week 3. I think we all know who should have been that player, but, you know, stuff happens. <laughs> Lawrence was looking like a monster in the first half. Yeah, yeah, he was. First half, six tackles, three sacks. Yep. Just saying. And a half. Um, But he fell off. He got, he's uh, tweaked his ankle. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's why he fell off. He, he went out and then came back in. Right. Uh, special teams punter Pat O'Donnell of the Green Bay Packers wins the special teams for the NFC. O'Donnell punted seven times with a 48.4 average and placed a career high five punts inside the 20 yard line in the Packers week three win over Tampa Bay. Special teams is important, is super important and it's nice to see uh, a punter get some love. Agreed. 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 Speaking of punters getting some love, Pat McAfee was nominated to the hall of fame. Yeah, I heard that. That's awesome. He uh, he went on his show saying he doesn't deserve it. Vote for the other guy, Sean Eckler. Um, but it's still very, very cool. I'd, I'd love to see Pat win. Yeah, that'd be cool. All right, moving over to AFC. Uh, for offense, the quarterback, Trevor Lawrence of the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, won it for the offense. Lawrence completed 28 of 39 attempts with a 71.8% completion uh, 262 yards, three touchdown passes with no interceptions. He had 115.5 QB rating in the Jaguars' 38-10 victory at the Chargers. Um, 
as we got into it more, the Chargers seem a lot more injured than what I was thinking. And I'm st- like, the Jaguars are definitely a decent team right now. Um, but yeah, was it he... just the Chargers were really injured? Well, his uh, QB rating for the year so far is 103. So, okay. I mean, the guy's That's, handling his business. Yeah, he's definitely doing doing work. Like I said, I think he's got six touchdowns to one interception. Yes, 772 yards. Yep. Looking pretty good. Yep. Uh, he had the second highest passer rating in the AFC and was one of three players with three touchdown passes and no interceptions in week three. And this is his he's, first uh, career offensive player of the week award. Almost top five in the league with QB rating. He's just behind Joe Flacco. Is he really? Uh, I believe just... What do you say? 700 and how many? Yards? Yeah. 772. Uh, he's 129 yards behind Joe Flacco. QB Joe rating. Flacco is that, that's, yeah, the QB that, rating is I, very I look important. at that more important because, you mean, the yards is, that depends on how the game is going and who but you're QB, playing. But QB rating is also affected by if a wide receiver is catching or dropping the ball, you know? Good point. Yep. Good point. Um, for AFC defensive player of the week, you have defensive end Trey Hendrickson of the Bengals. He recorded four tackles, two and a half sacks, and two forced fumbles in Cincinnati's 27 to 12 win over the Jets. He was the only player to record two or more sacks and two forced fumbles in week three. This is his first career defensive player of the week award. And he is the first defensive end to win the award since Carlos Dunlap in 2019 for the Bengals. Nice. Fun fact, he's also the first player from the Florida Atlantic to win the award. Damn. And then special teams, you got punter Corliss Waitman for the Broncos. He recorded 10 punts with an average of 47.6 yards, pinned six inside the 20 for the Broncos' 11-10 win. His six punts inside the 20 were the most by any player in a single game this season. This is his first career special teams player of the week award. And he becomes the first Broncos punter to earn the honor since week six of the 2005 season. I will say I might have seen the greatest punting match of all time last week with the Niners and the or in the um, Broncos. Broncos, yeah. Yeah. That was impressive. Those boys got a strong leg on them. Yes. All right. And let's break into it. Uh, very interesting. Um, for the top five passers of the league. This is passing yards. Okay. So number one, you have Josh Allen with the Bills at 1,014. So after three games, hey, I mean, that's that's looking over 5,000, almost 6,000 yards. He's definitely going five. Yeah. You got Tua with the Dolphins at 925 at second place. Jalen Hurts with the Eagles at 916 and Justin Herbert with the Chargers at 910 and then Joe Flacco with the Jets at 901. So it's interesting. It's interesting. The Zach Wilson thing is very interesting to me. Um, but it is what it is. I think a team's going to put their guy back in. Cause I don't think they really, I think they love believe, Joe Flacco. I don't think they believe they have this, chance to win a division so like you might as well get your young guy more experience and i could see if it's later in the year and wilson went down and then why put him back in i mean yeah flacco looks good but 
You got to go with the guy you drafted. Yeah. All right. So it's time for versus. 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 Let's go, baby. For week three. Gonna go Let's ahead start and, off uh, with the total. Do you have the Do you have the total? I do have the total. One of us went All eight right. and eight, and the other one of us went six and ten. And now, do you have the season total? Oh no, I don't have that yet. Okay, good. So, start off the se- uh, the week. Uh, Steelers versus Browns. We both chose the Browns. They won. That was a no brainer. There, Browns mm-hmm. are the better team. Uh, for the Bills versus the Dolphins, we both chose the Bills and the Dolphins. Managed to squeak out a victory there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun fact, the Bills had, I believe, 31 first downs on offense. And they had over 40 minutes of possession. And they had 90-plus offensive plays. And they still weren't able to win. Yeah, if you're playing Madden, you would think the Bills blew them out. Yeah. Uh, Bengals versus Jets. I went with the Bengals. You went with the Jets. You distinctly said you don't win versus by choosing the favorites. And mm-hmm. it worked out for me. Uh, so thank you. Um, <laughs> Bengals ended up winning that one. Uh, Raiders versus Titans. We both went with Raiders. Titans won. So fun fact. I originally went with the Titans. Mm-hmm. And then changed my mind halfway through. I was uh, through while I was speaking. So regretting ah, that. My too. Damn it. Uh, Saints versus Panthers. We both chose the Saints. Baker Mayfield got it done. Panthers came through with the victory. Uh, Ravens versus Patriots. We both chose the Ravens. That was no brainer there. Ravens won. Uh, Lions versus Vikings. I chose the Vikings. You chose the Lions. Vikings came through. It was the first week I didn't choose the Lions. Uh, Eagles versus yeah, it was a close game. Uh, Eagles versus Commanders. We chose the Eagles. Eagles got it done. Chiefs versus Colts. Pretty sure we said that one's a lock. And uh, yep. uh, we went with the Chiefs. The Colts ended up winning. We're uh, 0-2 with our week three locks. Yep. Uh, Texans versus Bears. I went with Texans. You went with the Bears. Bears won, not betting on the Texans again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jags versus Chargers. We both went with the Chargers. Jags came through with a dominant victory. Yeah, they did. Uh, Rams versus Cardinals. I went with the Cardinals. You went with the Rams. You said you liked my Cardinals pick, but the Rams ended up coming out on top. Mm-hmm. Uh, Packers versus Bucks. I went with Aaron Rodgers. You went with Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers was able to come through. That was Another a low-scoring two game point. as well. 14 to 12. Another two point. Um, Falcons versus Seahawks. I went with Falcons. You went with Seahawks. Falcons came out with the dub. By four. That was a good pick by you. 49ers versus Broncos. We both went with the 49ers. I figured Jimmy G would be able to get it done. Uh, and unfortunately, Dang. he wasn't able to. Broncos came through with the dub there. One point game. Uh... Cowboys versus Giants. We both went with the Cowboys. Cowboys came through with a dub. So I finished mm-hmm. this week eight and eight. You finished six and ten. Um, I called the cops. Said they couldn't do anything about it. What's that? I called the cops. They uh, said uh, they couldn't do anything about it. Gotcha. So, I was desperate. So you are currently three games ahead of me on the season. Okay. See if we'll be able to make it up for this week. So, 
So let's go back to the ones that. So the, there's a two different pick, right? So you won by two this week. Yes. Let's go to the ones that I lost real fast, or the ones that were different on. So, um, let's see. For this week, I went Bengals. You went Jets. Bengals won. Okay, clear cut. Um, <clears throat> Vikings Lions. I went Vikings. You went Lions. Close game, four points. Okay. Yep. Um, Texans Bears. Also a close only, game. Only three points. So there's a one point difference between our picks. Yep. Got it. Uh, Cardinals Rams. I don't know why you picked the Cardinals, but yeah, I understand. I, I figured I figured Kyler Murray was going to be a little bit more impressive. Okay. Um, Packers Bucks. Only two points, close one. I really love your Falcons pick. Yep, Falcons and Seahawks. When I saw that, I was like, man, this guy watches football. Um, but like I said, the, the Falcons have really impressed me this year. All right, so let's jump into Week Four versus. All right. <clears throat> Starting off, the Miami Dolphins at the Cincinnati Bengals. This is going to be tomorrow night's game. Uh, remember, Tua is most likely, he's questionable. We don't know if he's going to play or not. Um, okay. Bengals are three and a half point favorites. Mm. I'm going to go with the Bengals. I'm going to I'm going to say the Bengals. Um I feel like the Bills offense was walking over all over the Dolphins defense last week with 90 plays, 31 first downs, 40 minutes of possession. They just weren't able to get it done. There was just certain things that happened. Um So yeah, I'm going to go with the Bengals. I think uh Joey Burrow is going to be able to get it done. I'm kind of stuck on if Tua's going to be all right because that that's definitely the clear cut, yeah. the outcome. I, I'm I see. I'm saying this as Tua's not playing. Is he questionable? What, what is he looking like? Uh, let's see, Tua. Because that's going to be the make or break. But you I mean I should have done my homework, and you should have to do it for me. So I don't want to expose my seekers to my verses, but um. So he's not rolled out for tomorrow. <clears throat> Um, it's a short week. He got hurt. His his back gave him a concussion. So, <sighs> so they're not doing a normal practice week because of the Thursday night game. Uh, Mike McDaniel mentioned to reporters that if the Dolphins did have a normal practice week, Tua would have been limited in practice and would be questionable for the game. Pain tolerance and ankle and back stability will determine his availability. Like I said, I think a concussion's still going to come out of this. Um. His symptoms may show late, just like they did for Minka Fitzpatrick. Mm -hmm. We'll see. I'm going to have to go with... We're going to go with... Uh... Man. The Dolphins' defense looks awful, but... Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. I think I think uh, the captain's going to get it done. He has the cheetah... Okay. I think Dolphins. All right. Uh, up next, we have the Vikings at the Saints, even though it's in London. Um, I'm going with the Vikings. I feel like the Saints have too many injuries, uh, especially if Jimmy Jamie Winston doesn't play. Yep, agree. Uh, Kamara is 
I think he's going to retire after week five. Uh, oh, Michael Thomas. Suspension next year. <laughs> <laughs> he's done. Uh, yeah, Vikings for sure. Vi- Vikings are going to take this. They are two and a half point favorites, by the way. Up next, we With have the Vikings. Yep. Okay. Up next, we have the Titans at the Colts. Um, Colts were very impressive against the Chiefs. Um, I'm going to go with the Colts. The Colts are three-point favorites. Um, yeah, I'm going with the Colts. It's in Indianapolis again. Oh, man. Uh, I hate the Colts one. so much. I wish they'd just stop playing the game. I just get out of the league. Um, Spoken like a true Cowboys fan. But I will say that I think the Colts can outscore the Titans. I'll go Colts. Okay. Up next, we got the Chicago Bears at the New York Giants. I think Dable's going to outcoach whoever it is in Chicago. I don't remember who it is. Uh, I'm taking the Giants. Probably a good pick, but I'm going to go with the better defense, Bears. Okay. Buffalo Bills at the Baltimore Ravens. Um, so the Bills are three-point favorites. Uh, and I believe the Bills and Ravens always play really good against each other. I am going to go with the Ravens, though. I'm going to take the underdog. Um, I feel like the Bills have too many injuries right now. And if I was the Bills, I would much rather sit my guys as much as possible against the Ravens. And uh, six missing six um, defensive players, two Pro Bowler, two Pro Bowl safeties, is big. I think Lamar Jackson right. is going to go off. And we did say we never go against the Bills until they show us otherwise. And I'm I. I think I want to join you. So damn good. I think Lamar is going to show. This guy has been. Balling out of his mind. Yep. Lamar is going to go out for this defense. The Ravens win. Up next, we have the Chargers at the Texans. Chargers are five and a half point favorites. I'm on the Chargers. Hmm. Not much to say there. After yeah, we Chargers. Today, I'm, I'm convinced. Chargers. Yeah. Mills is going to retire. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, up next, we have the Seahawks at the Lions. I'm going with MCDC, the Lions. Uh, Lions are four and a half point favorites. Lions. Uh, New York Jets at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers are three point favorites. I'm going with my boys in black and gold. You're going with the Steelers, eh? I am. Um, who's some again? Say it again. Steelers. I think the Jets outscore the Steelers, and I'm going with the Jets. Okay. I'm hoping uh, after the first drive, Mitch Trubisky breaks his leg, Kenny Pickett comes in and lights him up. (laughs) The Jets are going to beat the Steelers. You guys are going to sign Flacco and release Trubisky. (laughs) Oh, God. 
Can you imagine Flacco in the Steelers uniform? No, I yeah. can't. Uh, yeah, I think Trubisky's going to break his leg. Big Ben's going to come out on the field, grab the broken leg, and then start beating Matt Canada with it. And, and hey, I, I wouldn't expect anything different from uh, a Steelers man coming off the sidelines into <laughs> a play. <laughs> Have you heard that story about? Uh, yeah, watch that on. Pivot? Oh, I saw myself on the Jabba <laughs> trailer, bro. You didn't see where you're walking. Hello. Well, like you said, he thought the play was on the other opposite uh, other yeah, side of the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I was going to win a lot of last weekend, but you know. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars at the Eagles. This is going to be an interesting test for the Jaguars to see if they are actually what they say they are. Uh, right. Eagles are six and a half point favorites. I'm going to go with the Eagles. I'm on. Um, I'm starting to get on that train of going with the Eagles till they prove me otherwise. Now this is how a betting man makes money, and oh, uh, these are these are the little games per week that you really have to dial in and and actually see. You mean the clear cut favorite is the Eagles? Um. I would take the spread on this, by the way. I wouldn't take uh, the straight-up money the, line. Minus man. 110 versus minus 290. Yeah, you mean, I'm tearing myself apart trying to tell my ego to shut up. So I'm going to tell them to shut up, and I'm going to go with the Eagles. Okay. Cleveland Browns had the Atlanta Falcons. I am going to go with the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Browns are one and a half point favorites. I think the Falcons are going to be able to get it done. Miles Garrett's not going to play because he's still injured from the car accident. That's huge. Yeah. Ah, they're back at home. Oh, it's domed, right? Yes. Okay. It's too humid. It rains too much. Well, they've got a hurricane coming. It's going to be strong yeah, storm by then. Man. Uh, my cousin's going to hate this, but I'm going to go. They're going to rally around their teammate hurting, and the Browns are going to close this game out, and I want to say bye. Five. Okay. Up next, the Washington Commanders at the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys are three-point favorites. I'm sorry, run that back. So the Commanders at the Cowboys. Cowboys Mm. are three-point favorites. I'm going to go with the Commanders. Okay, I'm definitely going to be one of those guys. And I'm going to say that uh, the Cowboys completely clamped down on the comms, the commies. Um, (laughs) They have gave up 15 sacks already, and they're playing against the defense with the most sacks. I think the defense is going to go after Wentz, and we already don't like him. So expect this man to be uh, shitting his pants. You don't make your money from picking the favorites. (laughs) What? (laughs) 
Hey, that's true. But you know, I went. I went. My last pick. Now we're gonna go with the boys. Are the, yeah, See, the, the Redskins. This game, I'd probably choose like the under instead of a money line or a spread. It's a forty-one and a half point over under. Yeah, under for sure. Yeah. I think that's that's um, where I would bet this one. The way that the defense is looking in Dallas, I would say that I'd be shocked if they score three times. Washington. Yeah. I, I think they're going to, they're not going to be able to p- pick up the blitz and Dallas can, they can rush three and still cause pressure. So yeah, I would be pretty upset if Dallas lost against yeah, the commanders. I, I feel like this is just going to be an upset. I, it's something telling me in my gut that Carson Wentz played good one week and then had two shitty weeks. And I think he's going to bounce back for an, a decent week. Which is very possible. And, yep. you know, it's a divisional game. So yep. maybe they know the scheme and maybe they can pick up they the see blitz. each other we'll a see. lot. Right. Right. Um, up next, Arizona Cardinals at the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers are one and a half point favorites. I'm going with the Cardinals. Uh, there was no Call of Duty. There was Call of Duty this weekend. But it was the end. Not the middle. We have pretty similar picks. I want to say... We have been very similar. And I'm not really a big fan of... Actually, no, there's a good bit that we we, we switched. But I'm going to go with uh, the Panthers. Okay. Panthers. I'm next. The Denver Broncos at the Las Vegas Raiders. I think the Raiders are finally going to get their first win. I think they're going to be able to get to Russell Wilson. We'll see what happens. If they don't, Josh McDaniels is going back to New England. <laughs> I'm at this point to where it's like the opposite of the Bills. You know, it's like they haven't won yet. Yeah. I want to pick on them. I want to pick them every single week. I, I know and I believe that they're better than what they're showing. Yes. I think the Raiders can outscore the Broncos. We're, we're, we're going Raiders. Okay. New England Patriots at the Green Bay Packers. The Packers are nine and a half point favorites. I'm going to go with the Packers, obviously. Yeah, I think that's going to be one of the biggest ups, or not upsets, uh, overwhelming wins of the week. Yeah. Uh, I'd choose the over on that. It's at 39 and a half. I think um, Aaron Rodgers is due to go off. Um, yeah, that's a good bet. I, I, would, uh, I would walk in there with you and say, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, or do double. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. However, this game's not going to be in Tampa because of the Hurricane Ian that's hitting Tampa right now. Um, they're trying to figure out a stadium for it. it hasn't been announced yet. Chiefs were favorites by one and a half points. Uh, uh, I'm going to say they're favorites even more uh, just because Bucks are going to have to end up traveling. I agree. Um, we covered it last week with all the injuries. I know Evans might be back or is back, but I think the Chiefs are going to come back pissed off, and this might be one of those games where they drop 52. I'm not sure because yep. I know the Bucks have great defense, but I think this is going to be one of those weeks that Mahomes and, yeah, they're going to dial in. Yeah, I agree. And then the Sunday night or the Monday night game, uh, the Los Angeles Rams at the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, the Niners are one and a half point favorites. I'm going to go with the Rams. I don't understand that. I don't I, know I don't what either. Vegas is thinking. I don't understand what Vegas is thinking. Uh, 
Um, maybe they're just giving them the one and a half points because they're at home. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, I always wonder with this. I mean, like, I, I feel like they're fishing for for people's money mm-hmm. with that spread. Um, hundred bucks wins a hundred bucks if you bet on the Rams. Yeah, I have to go. Uh, I don't know, Jimmy G. I don't, and the Rams, I, I think they're so much better than what they really are. Like, I in my head, I'm like, oh, the Rams. Like, maybe we're giving them too much credit because of the ring, but. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they struggle they struggled against the Broncos. I have more I have more respect for the Rams. Um fuck. But I know the Niners are gonna show up. But Rams. Okay. Rams are gonna win it. Monday night football, Rams are going to take the W. I agree. So if you were to put ten dollars on my bet, uh and all of my games hit. You will win $49,632.37. If you put $10 on all, all of a year bets cap, you will win mm-hmm. $116,028.82. Just run that back again? If you put $10 on your bet, you would win $116,028.82. And yours? Uh, mine is $49,632.37. <laughs> you definitely win. So- uh, a lot more heavy on the underdogs by choosing uh, the Jets um, and the Dolphins and the Bears. There's something about the Bears this year. I mean, I'm so like, I thought they're going to be garbage, but I don't know, man. That defense is studded, and Fields is completely awful. But I feel like we just haven't seen enough of them yet. Yeah, I just like I don't that's I mean the way when I pick my matchups every week is that I'm not saying everyone's gonna pick the favorites. I'm not saying that, but I will say that there's gonna be a majority of similar picks. Mm-hmm. So you have to pick certain games out of the week that you feel like you might have a better chance to maybe pull off something. Yeah. And those are the ones that I go after. Um I mean the Dolphins have always been great to me. With my matchups, with my uh, verses from the past decade, I'd say, I, I could say. Um, Bears is one of them that I, I usually kind of pick. I usually pick the team that has a really good defense and kind of a shadier offense. Yeah. And that's how I go about it. Gotcha. Well, that uh, that wraps up verses, and I'm pretty sure that's going to wrap up week four for Dial In. It was, uh, it was, a, good, it was a good day. We had, a, we had a little bit of arguments there with QB stuff. and. It was fun. It was a good day. That's what we need. Yeah. That's what we need. Oh, definitely. I can't wait. Yeah. We'll see what happens, man. Uh, once your little next to Ken comes, kicks in, I mean, that, that's going to be a good episode. <laughs> we will see. We will see. But all right. Uh, I appreciate you. I will see you next time. We'll, uh, we'll text throughout the week. That's right, brother. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, you man. have a good night, brother. Have a good one.